This is High Stakes from Gerard Inc. I'm David Schifrin with Gerard Inc. This week we continue our series produced in partnership with the Nashville Healthcare Council and recorded backstage at this year's Healthcare Sessions Conference in Nashville. Today's conversation is part two of our look at the role of retail and healthcare with Dr. Mark Watkins, Chief Medical Officer of Kroger Health. Here, Dr. Watkins talks about food as medicine, continuing to reshape the conversation about health to better include prevention and wellness, and his approach to leadership and team building. As you listen, please be sure to subscribe, share, rate, and review the High Stakes Podcast, and check out GerardInc.com and HealthCareCouncil.com to learn more about our work. Dr. Mark Watkins, thanks for taking the time. You literally just walked off stage. And, well, thanks uh, for having me. Thank you. So a couple of things, and, and, and I'll send folks to the recap for the panel so you don't have to repeat everything that you just spoke about on stage at uh, Nath- Nashville Healthcare Council sessions, but a panel about the role of retail in the future of healthcare. And one of the things that really struck me during the panel, and then as we were just talking a moment ago, walking back here to record, was what you were talking about in terms of driving behavior change. Right. And so your focus at Kroger is very much around food as medicine. And you just made the point to me that you can't outwork a bad diet. So so we've got this tension between trying to drive food as medicine, trying to think about the person as a holistic being who has all these different components. And yet at the same time, we as individual people still have to make choices. So as you go about your work to improve health outcomes, to drive food as medicine, how are you thinking about helping people really make those individual choices to make better choices towards better health. Yeah, thank you. And again, thank you for having me. I think for us at Kroger, food and food is medicine is a dedicated, educated, and personalized approach to eating and enjoying food to help folks live healthier lives and to prevent illness before it starts, really. So uh, what I said just in passing that you can't out-train a bad diet. Out-train. Yeah, yeah. and and you, you just can't work out enough to offset the effects of really having a poor diet. Athletes know it. Folks that are working hard at their craft and at the top of their game in athletics know how important nutrition is. Every discipline in healthcare talks about how important things like lifestyle changes around diet and exercise are. However, when folks are faced with making decisions about which foods are healthy for me, it becomes very challenging. It's hard. And so at Kroger, we want to replace the, the hard button with the easy button helping them make a healthy choice, whether it's using things like our uh, food nutrition scoring app called OptUp to help them understand which is healthy for them. They can personalize this to make sure that uh, the foods that they're getting and they're putting in their basket makes sense for them and their family. That's really the first step. The second step I I think here is is working with not only the payers, but regulators, legislators to understand that uh, we we have to put uh, emphasis on prevention, and food is one of the ways that we can do it by addressing things like uh, nutrition insecurity, right? So folks are nutritionally insecure, meaning uh, I'm getting the foods I need, but the right amount of nutrition is lacking. And how do we improve that? And then finally, uh, we recently, through collaboration, worked very closely to launch our medically tailored meals program so that if you are dealing with disease, a disease state has set in, how can we make it easy for you to get the right nutrition by sending you ready to eat, easy to prepare meals that you can prepare. And then with your physician, with your healthcare provider, with your clinician, look at it in terms of the total nutrient content 
to make sure you're getting the right things to eat on a daily basis. The other part of this is taking your approach, Kroger's approach, and integrating it. I mean, it's, it's a new model, or maybe it's a revision of an old historical agricultural model of food. But today, it's, it's sort of a new model. And as you think about your role within the healthcare system, as well as the health of America, how do you think about talking to other stakeholders? You mentioned just now policymakers and payers and other types of providers. What do those conversations look like? How do you create that collaborative environment of each group, each stakeholder has an area and an expertise, and here's how we integrate that holistically to make sure that we're driving a pursuit of health and not just episodic care? Well, absolutely. And if you just, some of the comments earlier on the panel suggest that we're on an unattainable sort of healthcare expenditure being either 4.1 or 4.7 trillion, no matter how you add that up, it's a huge number. And we are really committed to helping people live healthier lives. We also want to change the way healthcare is delivered in this country. Mm-hmm. We know that we can't do it alone. We're going to need partners. We're going to need a coalition of the willing to be able to help us along that journey to ensure that we're able to course correct that number. And let me put it into maybe uh, 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 just a different thought. Those amounts of dollars being spent create, it's a, it's a, monies have to be spent somewhere, right? Yeah, if if yeah. they're going to be spent on health care, what, what, where, where are we going to spend the money on other things, right? Um, and think about from the, the employer's lens, the, the vast majority of payment dollars in this country either come from the U.S. government or from employers, the notion of folks actually paying for health care themselves is a small percentage of health care. The vast majority are employers. Think about wage deflation, the investment in employees and an investment in your associates. Business can't flourish if you're just worried about taking care of your health care costs. Communities can't flourish. So for us at Kroger, we really believe that healthy communities are a real Uh, business strategy. We want them to be engaged. We want them to be vibrant, healthy communities are good for business. And then finally, uh, getting folks together is the key. I mentioned you can't do this alone. We believe uh, the next iteration of healthcare is going to be more collaborative. It won't be siloed. It will be more interdisciplinary. It won't be volume-based. It will be value-based. And we're on that journey together with uh, uh, health systems, payers, and others that share that mission of helping people live healthier lives. Yeah, I loved what you all talked about on stage where if you being the broad retail sector in, in healthcare can take some of the burden off of the acute setting, the quote unquote traditional hospital setting, and put each group in a position to do what it does best. And I think what you were talking about as well with pharmacy and food really is striking because it's the convenience as a consumer for us to get everything that we need in that one physical space. So I guess when you, I mean, today you're literally on stage with your peers and competitors. Right. So how do you all, when you sit down and, and talk about these things as a group, how do you game plan your role as leaders? Working as businesses, you said there has to be a business case for all of this, but working as different competing businesses in the real retail right. sector, but also knowing that you're all part of this big picture and, and clearly working together. When we look at, at health and our commitments around health, it, it's the right thing to do. If you just, we open by painting the picture of how many people are sick. When you have four in 10 people with one chronic disease, six out of 10 have more than two. We're really a a, a sick nation. Yeah. And and it puts us at a disadvantage economically. It puts us at a disadvantage when you think about the impact of of having almost uh, upwards of a third 
to to sometimes even higher number of adolescents and young people being disqualified uh, from ever enlisting or joining the armed forces, that puts us at a potential uh, security risk for the country. We've been staffing the world's most fantastic voluntary fighting force, and this is a national security issue. I can go on for days talking about the impact that it has for our communities, but think about it at, at a personal level. If there's an opportunity to intersect and change course or course correct around disease states, and we can do it around something that we heard not only from our mothers, but from our grandparents, our grandmothers told us that you are what you eat, right? (laughs) And we've heard that. And so really making the healthy choice, the easy choice, it's fun, it's exciting, it is a Uh, a great opportunity for us. But let me just be clear, as we get down through the business model, creating enough of the food as medicine as a defined benefit with the payers, understanding that there is enough evidence out there that is significant enough that a diet that is healthy, balanced, can actually course correct with a disease and disease state only makes sense. So we're committed with a coalition of the willing to have conversations about how do we make this really worthwhile in the future? And then also, we believe this is a win. It's not a zero-sum game. It's not that someone has to lose mm-hmm. for us to win or for us to lose for someone else to win. I think everyone can benefit from the understanding that, that America right now is sick. And, and then how do we help them live healthier lives in the future? And we believe that the Food is Medicine campaign that we're on is one of the ways that we can do it. Dr. Watkins, one just quick lightning round kind of question that is for you personally. Our audience consists of healthcare executives, healthcare leaders who are thinking about how to communicate, how to activate their teams and empower their teams. And so I'm curious just briefly to hear about how you, as you go to work every day and have this team at a massive national organization, how do you go in and empower people and lead them and inspire them towards the shared mission that you all have? First, it's being your true authentic self. If we're talking about any of this from a leadership standpoint, being as transparent and accessible as you you can be. I had a a famous surgeon tell me one time, it's not so much what you know, Doc, it's going to be how accessible are you to not only your patients, but the staff, the nursing staff, administration, the community. It's your accessibility. And so leaders need to be their true authentic self, but also to be accessible. And then also be receptive to things like criticism or critique, right? Understanding that helps you grow. So feedback is a gift. So we talk openly about all of this and to take on the challenges that are meaningful. One of the things that we do all the time at Kroger is our listening sessions. We engage our associates, so we call it our employees' associates, to respect and understand what is important to them, and then react in a, in a meaningful way, right? Understanding that you, you need to listen more than you talk and listen again more than you talk. And then in that, y- your ability to listen is to understand, not to respond. I think we, mm, we can all yeah. benefit from that. And so I, I'm motivated that uh, I support uh, on the Kroger health side, uh, a little bit more than 24,000 uh, associates around the country and in our our, our corporate side, more than 550,000. And I'm, I'm just honored to, to be part of that and uh, will continue to listen. Dr. Mark Watkins, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for having me. <laughs>